there are blessings that he gives to you. Now, it doesn't matter because God blesses those whom he wants to bless. Amen? And it is good to know if the Lord has blessed you because that doesn't matter how people treat you. Yeah? When you know you are blessed, you are blessed. It's been your journey with God. Yeah? And God tells Abraham, because of you walking in my way, because the word of God says, the children of Israel, they saw the works, but they did not know the way. Now, one thing, when you walk with God, he shows you the way. The works, they follow you. You, you see the way, you walk the way, and the works, they just follow as a sign that you're walking with God. But the way is not easy. And a lot of people don't want to take that way, the way of God. Now in this house, we are so blessed. Say amen. amen. We are so blessed. And when to whom much is given, much is expected. If you ever pray that prayer of God bless me, you are telling God, give me opportunities to be a blessing to other people. So that's why in this community, you will find us as a body of Christ and we have been a blessing to many. So don't complain, yeah? Don't complain if they just come to laborers in Christ, when there is a memorial, they want to come here, yeah? When there is a wedding, they want to come here. When there's a baby shower, they want to come here, yeah? Because the Lord has surely blessed us so that we can be a blessing to other people. Amen? You are blessed. Amen. You are blessed. Amen. You are blessed. Amen. So when you are blessed, no occasions shall present themselves for you to be a blessing to other people. When you are blessed, they will come and give you their problems. They will come and give you their problems that you may solve the blessing. They will may solve the problems. Okay? So the blessing of God causes you to be a blessing to other people. Amen? Are we ready to give? Are we ready to give? Are we ready to give? Yes. Amen. Because we are blessed. in my heart and I say most of the time when we have memorials if you don't come to this church it's a little fee that we church and God was speaking to me and saying why don't they come for free and then when they come why don't we even have people cooking for them food yeah is it possible it is possible that when they come into this place the praise and worship is ready for them the ashes are ready to serve them. Amen? Because we are already blessed. So when you hear there is a memorial, if you do ushering, come, do ushering. If you love to cook, come, cook a meal. Amen? If you love to sing, come and join the praise and worship. They don't have to call you. Amen? They have, they have you by being in this house, you're already a blessing. Amen? So just come. If you don't have anything, 
just come and serve them. That is still a blessing. Everybody has an envelope. Rachel, you shall help me serve the, the people, receive the offerings on my behalf. Amen. Rachel, and who else is helping her? Somebody else helping her? When a man and a woman is blessed, when you're blessed, when you're blessed, nations shall be blessed by you. A lot of you probably look at Israel and you wonder, it's just a small nation, but how come everybody is always looking up to Israel? God promised Abraham and said, the nations shall be blessed through you. The nations shall be blessed through you. Technology-wise, we shall be blessed through Israel. Health-wise, we shall be blessed through Israel. Army-wise, we shall be blessed through Israel. Just because of one man that walked with God. That's how God works. And he says, the least among us you shall be a nation. The least amongst us is a nation. Father, we thank you for the hands that have worked hard to gather this. Now, Lord, I ask you to guard their pockets, O oh God. Increase their wealth in wisdom. Increase their wealth in counsel. Increase their wealth in insight, O oh God. Now, Father, they be mighty in the world out there, O oh God. Father, we consecrate their wealth, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray and believe. Amen. 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 Israel shall be blessed because of one, one person. What is God blessing on your behalf? What is God blessing on your behalf? The least among us, the least among us is a nation. If they can find that, I think it's Isaiah 60, the promise that God has given over this city, and I have been speaking over it since I landed in this city. Amen. Amen. That the least among us shall be a nation. The least among us, the smallest of us shall be a nation. So they ask the other ones, what shall they be? Great nations. The least among us shall be a nation. Did they find it? Yeah? A little one shall become a thousand. And a small one, a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it. 
in the sun. Amen? Amen. So if you consider yourself the least, you're already a nation. And if you consider yourself big, you're already a great nation. That's for your inheritance. Amen? Continue praying. Continue fasting. Not if, when. So if you're in this house, you shall fast. Say amen. If you're in this house, you shall fast. Say amen. If you're in this house, you shall pray. Israel, everybody is a soldier in that country. In Israel, everybody is a soldier. Amen? Yeah. And now I'm a, I'm a commander. I will make you a soldier. I will make you. Not that I will. I will make you. When you rub shoulders with me, I will make you a commander. Amen? I will make you a commander. So let's put our hands together because we have a lovely lady that is coming to share the word of God with us this afternoon. She is a mother, amen, and she is also our women's leader. Pastor told her, when I'm giving you this office, know my wife shall also be under you. Amen? So, it's like, I'm under here, and sometimes I'm here, I'm here, okay? <laughs> amen? So she hold a very nice and a very wonderful office, and I bless the Lord for her. Amen? Because she does represent me where I can't go. Amen? She's my CFO. <laughs> Let's put our hands together. thank you for Jane. I thank you that she's a vessel set before you. May you use her for the glory of your name. Use her for the glory of your name. We rend our hearts and our ears unto you, that you may speak your word unto us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. some years. 
His name. His name is Anthony Boro, and I bless the Lord for him. The Lord has blessed us with children. Our lovely daughter Lydia, in case you didn't know. Our lovely son Chris. Downstairs. More than that, I love the Lord as my personal savior. I want to thank you, Pastor Alice and Pastor Jacob, and also our pastors Ayeko and Isiche and your wives. Thank you all so much for this opportunity that you're giving us. You have fed us for so long. And I remember when pastor said that it's time that when he calls you, you better be ready to come stand here. Oh, I knew the day was coming. <laughs> and when Pastor Alice told me, uh, she was like, you're going to preach. She had actually told me like a Sunday today, but she wanted me to preach like next Sunday. I said, wait. <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> so I was like, no, let me give you the date that I'll preach. So I said April the 18th, <laughs> the third Sunday of April. And so since then, I got on my knees. I've stood here several times, five minutes, to pray for food, to tell women I need to see them. <laughs> But I've never stood here <laughs> for, oh, I don't know how long, to preach. So this is huge. But I thank God. You know, I was 11 o'clock, I was listening to Joaquin. And I bless the Lord for everybody who stood here today. And when she said that a few years back, if somebody told her to say something and her time came, she would run. And one time I remember telling Pastor Florence, I don't know whether she remembers, we were having this conversation, and I was telling her how scared I am to stand in front of people and speak. I may not look like it, but I'm telling you, a few years back or a few months back, if I held this microphone next to my heart, everybody would hear my heartbeat. <laughs> That's how scared I was, just to stand in front of people. And she was telling me that one preacher had been told to preach somewhere. And when the time for the preacher came to preach, that preacher was nowhere to be seen. <laughs> that would have been me five, six months ago. I'm telling you. But God is good. I thank God for his grace. I thank God for his strength. You know when you start working with the Lord, your life changes. The, the things that scare you or seem like a mountain, they become this little. And so, I bless the Lord for this day that has finally come. Um, just a little recap. 
Easter Sunday, Pastor Sitcha stood here and he preached. And he preached on Exodus. And I've been preparing to speak on Exodus. So I'm sitting right there and I'm listening to Pastor Sitcha. And he's just talking. Y'all know that emoji that you have that? That was me the whole time sitting over there. I'm like, oh Lord. I know Pastor Sitcha can be told he's preaching. Kikuyu service. And you come and whisper to him and tell him you're preaching at one o'clock. And he'll be like, okay. But to me, Jambi, I have to take all these weeks. And then somebody comes here, they start and they preach your sermon. Tell me. So you can imagine the whole time I was just sitting there and I'm like, Okay, and he kept telling us, are you getting encouraged? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm getting encouraged. I am. But I thank God. Because when we went out there and we were talking about it, we were laughing about it. And I thank God for his word. Because there are so many ways. One verse, you can preach it in a hundred different ways. It can encourage somebody in a hundred different ways. So I thank God uh, for this opportunity. And thank you for the growth. I am loving it. Amen. Amen. So, book of Exodus, chapter 14. I'm going to read verse 13 um, and 14. Exodus 14, verse 13 and 14. I should wait for the media. Okay. <laughs> and Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Some versions say, the Lord will fight for you and you shall become or you shall keep quiet. Well, this is a story uh, about the children of Israel. They were held captive in Egypt for over 400 years. And a time came when they had to break camp and leave Egypt. But when they were heading out, they came to a standstill. They were faced with the Red Sea. Behind them were the Egyptians coming for them. And there was the wilderness where they were coming from. And so they felt surrounded. And they were afraid. But Moses spoke to them those words that we just read. And I want us to there are four things that I would like us to learn about in this story. When we are faced with situations in our lives, 
Sometimes we hit dead ends. We feel like everything is caving in on us. When we look back, there's nowhere to turn. When we look in front, there's nowhere to go. When you look side to side, there's nowhere to go. And you're scared. But today, the Lord is telling us, do not fear. Do not be afraid. But when you're in such situations, it's almost impossible not to fear. And that's the first instinct. Fear sets in. What am I going to do? How am I going to get over this? Who do I need to talk to? What do I need to do? I got my notes. <laughs> you know, when I was told to preach and I told my kids, Lydia told me, Mom, just walk up there and talk. <laughs> she, I said, I have, to, I have to have my notes. Maybe one day, I believe God will get me there. Well, I just have to walk up here, get the mic and my Bible, and just speak of what the Lord has, you know. A time will come. A time will come. I won't even have my phone. I won't even be looking at the clock, though I'm watching it. Amen. But when you're faced with fear, what do you do? Do we sit still and entertain the fear? Or do we sit and pray and command the promises of God in our lives? So when you're faced with life and you're scared, we have the tendency of having pity parties on ourselves. We see we're like, oh, I can't do this and that. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how. But when you're faced in those situations, the Lord is telling us today, do not fear. Give it all to Him. Give your fears to Him. You know, it's so amazing that we have a God who is telling us to give it all to Him. You know, if, you know, if, it, if that was me, that, you know, when you have something and you bring it to me, I'll be like, uh-uh, I can't take it. But we have a God who is so gracious that He wants us to give it all to Him. So let us not forget that our Father loves us so much. Let us not forget. Because fear, what fear does in our lives, it will paralyze you. It will cripple you. I've been there. I've wanted to do things in my life, but because I'm scared, I'm not able to move on. Is it a vision that you have of your life you want to pursue? Is it that degree you want to pursue? Is it that business that you want to start? But you're scared. Don't be scared. Let the Lord lead you. He has clearly told us in black and white, do not fear. Do not be afraid. Take that risk. Try him. Try him and he will carry you through. Amen? And his presence, he will go, will, it will be with you. So do not be afraid. Take that risk. The other thing is, Moses told the kid, the children of Israel, be still, stand firm, 
do not move. That's another thing. The Israelites, the Egyptians were coming after the Israelites. And Moses is telling them, do not move. Do not, I mean, stand still. We have all these things coming after us. You're thinking about your bills. You're thinking about, you know, your finances. All these things that are just coming after you. But he is Moses. He's telling, he's telling the children of Israel, do not move. Stand still. As a human, my first instinct, if somebody is coming after me, it's time for me to take off my earrings, take off my high heels, and get ready. You know, get ready to go after them. Because you're coming after me, so it's time to defend myself. But he told them, stand still. Do not move. Be firm. And when, the, when those times come, look unto the Lord and see what he will do for you. Amen? Moving on. The other thing he told them, be watchful. Be watchful. As we go on with this life, we have to be watchful of our surroundings. Amen? Amen. Moses told the Israelites to be watchful so they could see the salvation of the Lord. So they could see what the Lord was about to do. So instead of us in our situation looking at our problems that we are having, we have to ask the Lord to help us keep our eyes open. And when I say keep our eyes open, I don't mean our physical eyes. It's good to keep your physical eyes open. But ask the Lord to help you to keep your spiritual eyes open. Because our physical eyes, they see too much. They're very complete. They want to see here, they want to see here, they want to see here. And if you're asking the Lord to deliver you from something, He might be here, and then your eyes are looking right there. So, ask God to open up your spiritual eyes so that you will not miss what He is doing in your lives. Amen? So in the midst of all our troubles, when we face, when we come face to face with the Red Sea, and when I say the Red Sea, I'm referring to all the shenanigans we have in our lives. Those are our Red Seas. When you come face to face with it, keep your eyes open so that the Lord you see what the Lord is doing to deliver you so you can cross over to the other side. Amen? And lastly, he told them, be silent. You know we love to talk too much. We do, especially when we have problems. You want to tell everybody who has an ear to listen what is going on in your life. Am I the only one? You guys are good. <laughs> okay, I saw a few heads shaking. But today the Lord is reminding us 
to be silent. Does that mean don't share with anybody? You gotta be mindful of who you're sharing your troubles with or your stuff with. Because one thing I've learned when I was reading about this, the enemy does not have any weapons against us. We are the ones that give him the weapon. We are the one who give him the ammunition to come after us. So when I come to you, Pastor Florence, and I tell you I'm going through the, this and this, and I'm, it's all, I'm just giving you negative energy. That's a weapon that the devil is waiting to use. If I keep saying, I cannot do this, I can do this, I cannot do this, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Guess what? The enemy will make sure you do not do it. He will make sure that you will not go through. Even though I'm coming to tell you, seeking help, trying to find out how I can go through this thing. But the choice of words that I'm using, they're just negative. Guess what? That's what the enemy will, will use against you. So when we, when we, go, when we go through things in our, in, in, in our lives, let us be mindful of how we share with people. Get somebody you entrust. Pray. Somebody who you know, they will pray with you. They will pray you through whatever you're going through. Not somebody who you're telling and then they can't wait for the minute you get in your car or leave their house. They're on the phone. Hey. Masi. Jabi this and this and this. Ajira, she told me this and this and this. Then Masi can't wait and leave. Mama Wanyeki. Jami just left my house. You know, you've got to be very careful. Because honestly, the enemy has nothing on us. We are the ones. He has no power. We hold every power. But we give him too much power when we do stuff like that. Amen? And so Moses told the children of Israel, just be silent. Let us wait and see the salvation of God. Amen? And finally, when we speak, Jeremiah 1, 2 says, I believe it's Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 2, that the Lord watches his word in order to perform it. Speak life to your situations. Speak life, no matter how bad of a predicament you are in, speak life to it. Speak life. It makes it easier. You know, we, we could rid ourselves of a lot of trouble if only we approach our problems with a positive mind. No matter how bad it is, just speak life to it. So if we want, if we want to see the deliverance of God and miracles happening in our lives, we must be like the children of Israel. They obeyed Moses when he told them, we must be fearless. 
We have to be still. We must be watchful. And lastly, we must be silent. Take it all to God. Take it all to God. Nothing wrong with sharing with a friend. But let your first instinct to turn to God. Amen? Amen. And when we practice these four things, the same God who parted the Red Sea for the children of Israel is the same God that will part our Red Seas. There's nothing too big for God that He cannot be able to handle for us. There is nothing, nothing at all that He cannot be able to handle for us. Amen? Amen. So desire to walk with this God. Give it up. You're all. I remember one time I've been brought up in the church and this is a testimony and going to church was not a choice. My dad is a pastor so if he, had, if he was, my dad was never late and I don't think he's ever been late to church. I don't know where I got my lateness from, but he's never. And so, if church started at 10.30, at 9.45, you better be in the car heading to church. And if you're not, he will leave you. And when he gets there, you better be there. So, we all learned, we knew Sunday, was a day with no, 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 I mean, it was, everything has had to be done the right way. And to make matters worse, he's a military, so you know how they are. And so when I came to America, had my kids, the same notion that my dad brought us up with, I expected my kids to get up on Sundays and we go to church. There was no missing church unless you were in a hospital bed. And so when they were little, you're able to control them and take them to church. But when they start growing up, you're getting ready and they're still sleeping. And you're like, and so it became a point where it was like war. We had Sunday walls. <laughs> like, you have to get up. And it weighed heavily on my heart. And I was scared for them. I was like, how, I mean, if they, they're not going to church right now, when they leave my house or when they are not under my care anymore, how am I, I mean, what is going to become of them? And so I kept fighting with them, I kept fighting with them. But it got to a point where I, I told God, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. And I left it all to him. I was like, this is one fight that I'm losing and I can't do it anymore. 
And so Christy and I will come to church, go back home, find my people are still sleeping, go cook, they wake up, they smell the food, they eat. And that was the life. But I thank God today because I let God have this burden. I gave it all to Him and I never looked back. Today I cannot get them out of the church. Amen. <laughs> I cannot get them out of the And I thank God, honestly. I do not even complain. And sometimes my husband will be where are they? I'm like, they are church. And I put a full stop. That is one area that we cannot have an argument because they are sealed. The Lord saw it fit and let it all to Him. So let us learn to lay things, things that we cannot handle. Let us lay them in the fear of Jesus. Let us be bold, give it all to Him. Just give it all to Him. Amen? Uh, I think I'm done. <laughs> Thank you all. I hope I've encouraged somebody. <laughs> Next time. Preaching doesn't have to be 
that you stand here for five hours or three hours, you know? We are all anointed enough to stand here and deliver our word and encourage somebody. Amen? Thank you all so much. May God bless you. Have a blessed week. Be bold. Be fearless. Be watchful. And be silent. Amen. Talk to God. Amen. Let's put our hands again and, and just celebrate what the Lord is doing in our midst. Uh, this is powerful. In the name of Jesus, uh, you can just take a minute or two and respond to what the Spirit is speaking uh, to the body of Jesus Christ. Because He has spoken. Stand still. Stand still and see the salvation. Stand still. He says, trust me. I'm able. Trust me. Just stand still. Trust me. I'm God Almighty. Is there anything too hard for me to do? We are troubled because of so many things. We are scared because of so many things. We are so scared uh, because of people and situations and circumstances and things that are going around. But here, your creator, my creator, God Almighty is speaking to us and is saying, stand still. Just believe in me. Just look unto me. I'm able to do it. I'm able to protect you. I'm able to fight this battle. Leave it to me. Stand still. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you so much. Oh, glory to Jesus. You are alive. You are on the throne. You are full of power and glory and authority. And nothing can challenge you, Master. You reigneth in heaven. You reigneth here on earth and under beneath. Everything we see, the unseen and the unseen, the works of your hands, O oh Master. They honor you, they bow before you, they celebrate you. And you told these servants, stand still and see the salvation. See my salvation in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you so much even for your servant whom you anointed such a time as this that she may deliver this message to the body of Jesus Christ. Father, we receive it, O Master. Let it work in our lives. Let it change and transform us and do a new thing in our lives because we have received it. I thank you, Lord, for our life. I thank you, Lord, even for the things that you are doing in our life, O Master, that she may outpour and be a blessing to the body of Jesus Christ. We thank you and we honor you and we give you praise. If you are there and you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, he is not your Savior. He is not your Savior. He is calling you today. 
Your soul is so precious before him. He left the throne of glory that is shared with his father, came down, stood, and stood so low that he may hold your hands and save your life and save my life. He is waiting for you. Just respond and say, Yes, here I am. Yes, here I am. What shall it profit a man if you gain the whole world and finally lose your own soul? Or what can you give in exchange of your soul? Your soul is so precious. It is so precious. And God does not delight in the death of a sinner, but is calling every man to come to repentance. There's nothing that gives God joy than having a relationship with Him and trusting in Him. So if you are such a person, I want to give you this opportunity just to say yes to Jesus and receive Him, accept Him in Jesus' name. And you also who are watching us online, if you are there and you want to respond to this, receive Christ. This is the opportunity. The Bible says when you hear this voice, do not harden your heart. This is your time. Do we have somebody you want to surrender your life to Christ? In our midst, you are there, you want to say yes to Jesus. He is there waiting for you. He is waiting for you. This is your time, this is your moment. Today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow, today. So say, Lord Jesus, I come to you as sinner. I need you in my heart. And I receive you to be Lord and Savior over my life. From today, lead me, guide me, strengthen me, because I have accepted you to be Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for saving my life. 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 Today, I shall declare that I'm saved because I've believed in my heart. In Jesus' name, I am saved. Amen. Amen. Let's put our hands together. There are people probably online. They have given their life. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. May God bless you so much. Uh, Pastor Ellis, uh, you have something to do. So God bless you so much. Have a blessed week. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with us. The Lord is together with us. 
and uh, our sister Jambe, God bless you so much. We have gone through that process. We have gone through that process. I remember when I first stood to preach in a secondary school before almost a thousand people. Uh, I preached and the next thing I, 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 I fainted. I, I fainted, you know, and that was baptism by fire. And from that time uh, to now, I've never looked back. So if you ask them, you know, ask Pastor Sijin, <laughs> he will tell you, ask Pastor Florence. Pastor Mary, just the other day, she was told to preach on a radio station, and uh, she could not sleep the whole night, you know. And I prayed together with her, and even in the morning when I was, I was going to preach on, on DMX, uh, 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 she, she held my hand again and said, pray for me again. <laughs> and uh, so it's a process because we are carriers of life, and we don't want to give our opinion. And even myself, when I'm told to preach, it is a battle because I don't want to stand here and give you my views and my opinions and my ideas. I want to speak what the Lord has put and released in my life because we are accountable and we shall give an account. So that's why most of the time, many preachers, ask them, they will tell you. So, uh, but God is willing to use you the way you are. Just say, here I am. Be encouraged. Even if you, you, you want to get hold of another brother, another sister to pray with you and fast with you, we are ready. Because it is about the body of Jesus Christ. Edifying, lifting, that the enemy may not have opportunity. And we are victorious in Jesus' name. So God bless you so much. Pastor, thank you for the opportunity. We appreciate it. Amen.